0: what I'm going to call a repeat offender because anytime somebody comes back on this program twice, you know, they've got to have at least one screw loose. Dr. Bruce Herman joining us here on KDKA. He is a plastic surgeon. He is also a podcaster who has what I still think Dr. Herman is the greatest title for a podcast and it's called Nip Talk. And for somebody who is a plastic surgeon, I mean, you'd get extra credit in my book for having that kind of creativity.
1: Oh man, thanks dude. You should, do it. you should check out the logo cuz I know that you probably have heard of that show Knit Tuck, and so our logo follows that.
0: I love it. I I absolutely love it. And I loved having you on last time, so I want to bring you back this time because I had seen a couple of articles here in the span of the last month, and sort of one weighed on top of another and weighed on top of a third, and I thought, you are exactly the guy to talk to about this. Young people taking and putting up, and when I say young, 8, 9, 10, 12 years old, putting up UV protection on the windows of the car or the minivan so they don't get too much sun and get wrinkles. That they're buying beauty creams and they're going through facial treatments every night because they're afraid of aging, that they're doing baby Botox, that they're going out and getting Botox even though they're 11 years old and they don't have any wrinkles. Is is this just stuff that is out there and thrown out or is this really happening? Are you having people of these ages or their parents asking you these questions?
1: Well, the answer is yes and no. So there, there was a study that came out just recently, and we probably looked at the same study, and it showed that in 2023, teens and tweens spent 20% more money on skincare products than the year before. Now, that's a huge increase. And so people have been talking about, are kids obsessed with skincare and anti-aging? And and there is some truth to that, and we all know where it comes from. It comes from social media. Mm-hmm. I mean, social media use in that age group is just ubiquitous. And I have a thirteen year old daughter, and she confirmed this when I when I asked her about it. So they're seeing these influencers talking about skincare. They're seeing these influencers go in and get these anti aging procedures, and it's starting to bleed into where kids are talking about this on their own.
0: And yet at the same time, I could see where there would be some helpfulness to this as well for somebody who's a plastic surgeon a dermatologist to say hey we do need to take care of the largest organ in our body which is our skin right
1: right and that's why with this story you know there are some very good parts to it And, and in my opinion i think the bad parts are probably exaggerated i'm not seeing 13-year-olds come into my office looking for Botox, not that it would ever do anything that crazy. Um, I do think that they're aware of these procedures, which is kind of a new phenomenon, but I don't really see a lot of pre-20-year-olds coming in for skin treatments. But the good side is is that kids are aware that skincare is a lifelong commitment. And starting early in the teens is actually a really, really good idea because it not only establishes good habits, they're going to be preventative for issues that, that could affect their skin at the time, but also preventative for aging of the skin in the future. But the one thing that you know that kids can go wrong when they start to get into skin care is that they try to use products that are designed for adults because adult skin care and treatment of adult skin issues is way different than what kids should be doing. Kids should have a very simple, simple skin routine that includes, using a cleanser twice a day and you would want to make sure that that cleanser is is specifically for teens or for sensitive skin since kids have more sensitive skin than adults they should be using a nice lightweight moisturizer because Hydrated skin is healthy skin and then also as you touched on earlier the the protection from the Sun is important Well, when we were growing up We would just run out into the Sun with nothing on or lather ourselves up in Crisco or jump in a tanning bed and think nothing of it Well now we know that that's actually really bad for our skin even starting at a young age
0: so is it different for A young person meaning somebody who is 8 to 20 as opposed to somebody who is 20 to 40 as opposed to somebody who is 40 to 80 meaning does the body's skin act Uh, differently as we age sure
1: for sure early on around puberty uh, hormones start to surge start to get more oily skin. So once again, going back to skincare routine for kids, it should be very simple, mostly cleansing, Mm. getting dirt, oil, makeup off the skin. Now, as we age and we get into these older brackets, then we start to develop skin issues that need more advanced treatments. And that might be things like, you know, ultraviolet light damage, pigmentation, sunspots, melasma. Kids don't have these things. And that's why kids shouldn't be using products like retinol or, or other things that are used for really severe... Skin issues. Um, You know, if kids get breakout of acne, which is really common, they should simple products like salicylic acid or benzoyl peroxide, which are common ingredients in acne treatments for kids.
0: And dermatologists obviously would be the one that they need to see there rather than somebody on social media saying, let's make a concoction (laughs) in the kitchen, right?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely, man. When, speaking of that, I don't know if you saw recently the the article where, where people were putting diaper cream on their face yeah. to try and treat yeah. I mean, people are getting some crazy stuff off social media. But you know, I always like to see the good parts in these things, and and there is nothing wrong with teens being educated about skincare as long as you know they don't take it overboard and start to do things like go get Botox or laser treatments. I mean, that's just madness.
0: Has your thirteen-year-old come to you with any of these and said? dad? Is this true? I mean, have you had that discussion yet? And, and anything that sort of has caused you to um, r- grumble a little bit under your breath?
1: Um, You know, I, my daughter and I are, are pretty close. So we're always talking about social media. And yeah. she actually goes, you know, with me to my show a lot. So yeah, we do talk about these things. And, you know, I, I will say that I think at least in her case, with me and my wife also being a doctor that she she doesn't tend to get caught up in these crazy ideas because she does talk to us and say, "Hey, is this, is this real? And I'm yeah. like, no, that's probably not a good thing to, yeah. to, to model your life after.
0: Well, the reality is that that communication is key. Whether mom and dad are doctors yeah, or not, sure. they can certainly help to ferret through those things and say, I don't know that that's necessarily the way I want to go. Or, hey, yeah. let's look into this together, right? I mean, that's the appropriate way to respond. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, and I was just talking about this with someone the other day that, you know, for kids, it's a brave new world, right? It's a digital world. Yeah. Social media is 24-7. Well, we didn't have that growing up. But but also, as parents, we have to be aware that this is happening with our kids and be cognizant of, you know, what they're watching on social media and making sure that they aren't getting, you know, bad habits from, you know, people that are targeting. them. that does happen, you know, con- uh Product companies will target kids with certain products. They'll use influencers. And so although there's great information out there and there's many positive social media, we as parents obviously have to be aware of the downsides.
0: Well, we're going to use doctors like you as our influencers, okay, Bruce? We're going to to allow you (laughs) to take that space. So tell your daughter that you now have been called in Pittsburgh on KDK, which was, by the way, the very first radio station in the country. You are a skin influencer in Pittsburgh, okay?
1: Okay. It, you know, I have a soft spot in my heart for Pittsburgh. That's where my family immigrated to when they came to the country and also when my really great friend Zegman lives up there. I know he's listening. So, yeah, Pittsburgh. Love it. It's awesome.
0: We're really glad to have you here, Bruce. And and well, you know that when you get invited back for the third time, we call it the hat trick. And at that point, you need to start paying <laughs> I can't you need wait. To start paying us at that point, okay? Yeah, all right. Maybe well, if like like your a, listeners want to learn more about the. oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I was going to say maybe just, if nothing else, like a Permanente sandwich would be fine, okay?
1: Oh, man, I'll treat you it's my
0: treat. <laughs> <laughs> no, you you were saying about Nip Talk. If people want to hear oh, more, yes. great talk yeah. that it's out there.
1: Absolutely. So uh, my program, Nip Talk, is seen on YouTube. We do a show live every Friday. We talk about topics just like this to educate the public on anything plastic surgery, health, beauty-related. We cover great topics, try to make it entertaining. So if any of your listeners want to check that out, we'd love to have them.
0: Dr. Bruce Herman, H-E-R-M-A-N-N, joining us here on KDK. Bruce, thanks for being here. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Always good to have him on the program. That's number two. One more. He's got the hat trick. And we love that, too. We'll have him back, I promise. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. hi And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it.